Hi, I'm Pawi, and you're listening to Rappler Podcasts. You're listening to Hustles Inside the Industry, where we talk to professionals and find out how they got here, why they're doing what they do, and what it takes to do it. This is Pawi. And this is Tristan. We are part of Rappler's Hustle team. Join us today, we have dancers, choreographers, and currently the semi-finalists at World of Dance at NBC. Please welcome Chips Baltran and Film Villanueva of You Peeps. So, welcome guys. Hey, what's up? What up guys? Hey guys, thanks for having us. I believe we are all calling each other from the Philippines, correct? Yeah. yeah. We are not abroad. <laughs> We're okay. not abroad. Anyway, we have lots we and lots not. of questions for you guys. Super exciting time. Uh, super excited about this interview. But first, let's go to basics. Explain to our listeners... World of Dance, semifinals. Um, what exactly does this mean? And how does this show even run uh, during this time of pandemic? So actually, World of Dance is, is, of course, like a reality TV show abroad. So being in the semifinals means that we are one step closer to, to winning a million dollars. And um, yeah, it's, it's really big for us. <laughs> I mean, I think that's big for anyone. <laughs> so yeah, so so... But how, how have you guys been competing this whole? You know, it's been 100 days of quarantine. Uh, how how did you guys uh, shoot that? I, I mean, I've seen some of your videos. There's, right, Tristan. There's like some live audience. Yeah, <laughs> actually, uh, I was watching earlier the Stalling Pawi. Kaya nata shoot kasi I watch your um hotel room service um video. That's the most recent, well, huh? Was that then, the yeah, right? Um, so usually all, uh, a lot of these reality TV shows are are pre-taped. So, yeah, it's it's like just like any other show. So we pre-taped it before the the pandemic. And then how? What does that mean for going on to this next round? Because I believe you posted that you're moving to the quote-unquote stage. The no? World of dance. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so is is are you going to be performing after this? Like, how do, how do you do that? Um, what we can say is that for the last two rounds of World of Dance, they kind of changed the the setup. The rules. Yeah, the, the venue. Rule, yeah. yeah, the venue. So it was mostly shot in a warehouse. But moving on to the semifinals, that's when you actually perform on the World of Dance stage. That's why we're really hyped about it. Because, you know, Oh, we're so used to seeing the circular stage with the audience, the lights. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be our first time to be performing on that stage. So what's the schedule, the airing schedule for people to tune in? So it airs every Tuesday, U.S. time. So at, at the Philippines, it's going to be around 10 a.m. Philippine time. Wednesday. Yeah, Wednesday, 10 a.m. So they, sh- they show it every week. And then I think they have like a recap or an encore performance every Friday. I'm not sure about the, the schedule, but yeah. Okay. Yeah, and they post it on YouTube, right? like like all the episodes. Yeah, all like, socials: Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, Instagram. So dialing things back a bit, like let's go back to your origin story. So how did you become professional dancers? How did um you peeps become? Because I'm from UP um, too, so parang I I I knew about you guys as the university dance crew. Then how did you go from um, UP to professional international audience? Yeah, we too. We're we're so surprised that we that we've become a global brand already in dance. Yeah, it was it was a funny story actually because me and Fame we go way back. So we were a we were a part of this 
um, university street dance crew where we competed in you know local um, street dance competitions inter-school competitions and then eventually we we broken out of the group and then we made our own group with our friends back in 2011 and then we still competed in local competitions we won a couple of school competitions and then we got invited to showtime that's when we what what year was this chip this was like new year 2012 showtime yeah 2012 yeah so we didn't win that but for some reason we got some following and then we were like yo let's compete in world hip-hop because we were like so um pumped up and so we were like yeah let's compete in worlds 2014 we went to worlds we lost and then 2015 we competed in battlegrounds that's in australia so we won mm. and then after winning battlegrounds we were like yo i think we have unfinished business in hhi so let's compete again in 2016 mm. hip-hop international, yeah, hip -hop international. Yes. it's like the Olympics of, of street dance, they call it. Yeah, and then we competed 2016, and then apparently we won. So after that, <laughs> after, after that, after that, everything changed. Talaga. Um, another funny story is that I remember 2017. So we were defending champions in HHI. So we we weren't required to compete uh, in the Philippines because we were defending champions. We were like invited straight to to the US. And the fun, the funny story was like my teammates were in, and I were were talking in the group chat. So are we going back? Are we going back? And then <laughs> some of my teammates, including Fame, they were like, "Yo, we already booked our flights." So you're like, "What?" <laughs> <laughs> what happened was like when we were having that conversation, nagkaharoon na ng mga sales yung mga airlines. So we we're like, "If we're gonna do this, we just have to do it right now." So we were like, "Okay, let's book it," and then just tell everyone you. Poor book na, and then bahala na yung ibang sasama sila wain. <laughs> Actually, in 2017, when we um competed again to defend the title, that's when VPs came about. So we we had like members who were aged 18, 16, and then we were like, yo, I think we can make a varsity team out of this because mm. um we're there na rin eh. parang sayang naman. Why not compete in multiple divisions? So that's when V Peeps came about, and we also had a junior team, Lil Peeps, around thirteen below. So uh, it came a full circle oh, that okay. those couple of years. Yeah. Okay. So how does that lead to to now with U Peeps in World of Dance? So after twenty seventeen, we competed again with a smaller team, twenty eighteen, with U Peeps and V Peeps, and then actually you boys and I were trying to get into the show for like three years now so we because we, it's it's been four seasons this is the fourth this season, is the fourth though. season correct yeah so we've been um we've we've gotten invites and then we've been sending requirements paperwork were, were um it was tedious and then we we had to send like a couple of dance videos million dollar worth dance routines as they say addition addition pieces and then we were about we were about to be casted last year for season three and then one of the producers emailed me and then they said that yo we saw kids we saw little peeps and v peeps 
and we yes. think that uh, we'd like the, we'd like to put them into the mix as well. So can you send also the requirements? And I was like, okay, sure, why not? Um, it's not gonna hurt if two teams got got in. And then eventually they the network picked the kids <laughs> yeah. over us. And then I was like, oh guys, we have I have a good news and a bad news. <laughs> yeah, it was super bittersweet. Yeah, Shepard, like the older team, we've been trying to get into the show for like, <laughs> I don't know how many years. Now. A couple years, yeah. Oh, well, two years now, again. And then these kids who just auditioned got accepted. <laughs> kids. And we got declined again. We were like, Damn it. your kids. <laughs> Damn it. But it, was, it was also kind of a blessing in disguise because um, V Peeps won junior team divisions last year. And then I was I was just in the cur I was just behind the curtains I was just coaching in the background, so eventually that kind of paved the way for us to be invited this season, and then I kind of knew how the show went by I kind of knew like the ins and outs, so it was easier for us. You know all of these shows and and we talk about this all the time, but at the end of the day it's storytelling. Right? Yeah. You know what what better story than to to continue, in a sense, the narrative of last year's junior division champs, V peeps, right? By following the people that that taught them and 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 helped guide them there. So exactly that so, that yeah. was the angle that we were going for. So yeah, but also it was kind of like a good thing and a bad thing situation because you know since V peeps did so well last season when we got there, okay. yeah, when they found <laughs> out that we were the coach, <laughs> yeah. So much pressure. Yeah, like, it was. It wasn't new for them. It wasn't new to them. The style. So they already saw it last season. So they were like, "Yo, you have to be better than these kids." Yung nga, like I was watching your audition. Yeah, yeah, the qualifiers. Yeah, the qualifiers. Was like si yata was the one saying, "Uh, uh yeah, it's not. Yeah, it's not the same as like V peeps pa daw na parang." I, I think they were talking about the energy. Parang ah no, it was um. Parang si Neo at I think yeah. Neo was the one who was like he he gave it to you in the end or yeah, yeah. or something. He's like, come on, let's let's see them try anyway. But honestly, I mean, it's easy for me to say, but I think it's I think it's the best compliment I think for any mentor or any coach. Uh, we do all uh, wish and aspire that we will be um, exceeded no? <laughs> by by our students. Yeah, that's but true. anyway, anyway, um, I wanted to ask, uh, in this time of pandemic, like World of Dance has obviously been a huge blessing for you guys, but how else, if anything, have you been keeping busy? Or uh, maybe an easier question is, once World of Dance resolves, how will you be able to uh, continue sustaining your dance careers? For the rest of the year that's a good question no? uh, that's actually a question i ask myself every day because <laughs> of course in this in this quote-unquote new normal everyone's just really trying to navigate how things will go so i think um i've seen a couple of studios couple of groups um i've also gotten a couple of invitations to do like online classes so it's actually the industry is trying to shift towards um, on the online sphere and I think yeah that's a good start um, but most definitely we cannot train live we cannot train in the studios yet so it's a big question mark actually 
but we just hope for the best that after World of Dance get more like invites and whether online or in the future. It's still a big question for like me and a couple of our teammates because we're not really unlike Chips, um, we're not full time dancers. But you know, when we have gigs with you peeps, we give time or we give we get opportunities to perform for certain events and stuff like that. But yeah, like everything being on hold right now is just making like future plans super murky. Mm-hmm. Like you can't really say for sure what you're gonna be doing. But yeah, we're just hoping that like things, you know, keep like at going at its good pace, like how we were last year, years before that. And, and it's kind of scary. Now we actually got a couple of invites for for a couple of performances, and then we were like, we were like, are we gonna do this? Is it worth it? When did you get the invite? Yeah, just last week, and then we were like, yo. So. Oh what? <laughs> It was for an online event, naman. But then we still have like ah, okay. we're trying to figure out how to how to rehearse or do we can we can we rehearse via yeah, can we rehearse like, via Zoom or something? So we've been having Zoom trainings every week, so <laughs> that's been good. Uh, I know there's a lot of uncertainty right now when it comes to like the performance landscape mm-hmm. in general. But um, I want to backtrack a bit. Um, Sim mentioned that see chips. You're full. You're full time, right? Yeah, yeah. You do this full time. So when did you realize? When did you you decide? Na, ah, okay, I want to do this full time. I want to be a full time um dancer choreographer. Um, actually, when I was still an undergrad, because when my course was actually BA Psychology, and then in UP Diliman we have this <laughs> super freedom of electives, and then since I was BA, I wasn't BS. I need. Uh, I. I. I got like dance and theater and acting and choreography courses. Oh, cool! Yeah. So I was pretty convinced that this is what I wanted to do, and me and my mom, my mom's um pack were just was just um mom uh sabi niya sa akin, you just give me a diploma and then ikaw na bahala sa buhay mo. <laughs> so I was like. Okay, let's let's try it the first couple of uh, of years, and then what I did was I hustled for like coaching. I tried to compensate with the months that I didn't have turo or like uh, coaching gigs, and then eventually every year, um, uh, luckily all of those like dry months had like um, had trickled down some coaching gigs and rackets. And then I found my equilibrium, and then that's when I was really, really 100% convinced that okay, this is what I want, and then this can be sustainable. So yeah, wala talaga siyang kinalaman sa course ko. But I have to say, I have to say, na for the whole time I knew Chips, I for some reason I knew he was gonna be a dancer, like. He was gonna yeah. be living. You know, Devel Power, you're a dancer, so yeah, yeah. You, you know, you you have those friends who you just, you know, that they're gonna be doing this their whole lives now, and it's just great mm-hmm. to see you now. Parang Chips has like built his reputation. You know, it's it's great. Oh, thanks, yeah. bro. 
Yeah. A lot of people, not much a lot, but I know that there are some people who would happily use I'm Polyamorous label to basically justify anything, mm-hmm. to justify sleeping around, to justify not committing, but that flies in the face naman of how we see it. It's my choice not to be a mother, but I'm not, it's not dissing on, mothers, dissing yeah. on motherhood, oh. about, on it's parenthood. It's like a purely person-to-person basis. Oh, oh. I'm Marguerite Leon, host of Rappler's I've Got an Opinion, where I speak to ordinary people who have a lot to say about extraordinary issues. Listen in every other Wednesday at 8 p.m. on SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. The most viable practice lately has been teaching, you know? mm. like in terms of pandemic. Like it's really like this one. I mean, my mom, she's in, she goes to Zumba twice a week, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, yeah. So I already know that, you know, like Prince is getting money <laughs> <laughs> and all of our Zumba instructors. And yeah, I wanted to ask for our Filipino dance community at large, how have you seen um, some of our other dance friends uh, keeping busy and still earning money during the I pandemic? I think if you really want to pursue a dance career in the Philippines, you really have to be smart about it. I'm not saying that just jump into the cliff and, you know, pangarap na lang and everything. It just so happened that my career, I was with the right people and I was in the right timing. But I'm not dis- discounting the the training that we did because that was crazy. Um, you have to be smart about it. So uh, in the Philippines, it's not just teaching classes. I um. Uh, you see, coaching is actually a big, a big industry in the Philippines. Um, for example, you have this big company, and then they have this dance competition every Christmas, right? So mm-hmm. one team hires a coach, and then that team wins that year. And then these companies are really, really competitive, no? Konyare si HR department na nalo, so syempre, si sales department medyo hala paano sila nanalo kumuha yata sila ng coach the next the next year all of those departments already have a coach yeah. so it's like just one company hiring multiple coaches already and then that's just one company <laughs> you have a lot of companies a lot of groups schools med schools law oh schools grad schools yes. kahit ano pang kumpanya yan meron yang event, meron yang pa-dance competition, kukuha yan ng coach. So, it it has boomed the, the coaching industry. And that's when I that's when I realized that I had to 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 make my papers and to um, be a legitimate dance coach, have have pay my taxes and have have recibo and stuff. Also, I um I'm seeing a couple of a couple some dancers putting up businesses, having dance studios, um, doing YouTube, selling merch. So you, ha- you just you just really have to be creative in the in the industry. I was getting ideas for Christmas parties. Yeah. So um, you mentioned that many dancers were setting up businesses, doing um, putting up studios. But like at the time of the pandemic. Do you, do you see any creative new practices being, you know, being applied, or like, what are dancers doing right now to uh, keep themselves busy or to mm-hmm. stay working under this pandemic? I th- I think it's yeah I think it's really online. So it's migrating to to Zoom classes. It's migrating to pre-recorded classes. You uh, peeps just had um, it's summer workshop, so we usually have have summer workshops in the studio. Oh, okay, but then. Because of the pandemic, we kind of shifted it to like a five-session online Zoom mentorship, something like that. And it's of course it's cheaper because there's no studio rent, 
So it it's it's new, but it's I can say it's also feasible because people just open their laptops and then dance in their homes. Um, also, I have a couple of international clients that are asking me to conduct Zoom classes and coach them online. So I'm <laughs> I'm still about to figure that out on how that's gonna work out. But the fact that these clients are actually um, willing to adapt to the new normal, then I guess there's a small light in the tunnel. <laughs> when the whole ECQ started, I think like some of the dancers were trying to give free classes, but like just to see if like are people willing to mm. join classes online, and then eventually, I guess people like realized that oh okay, I I think I can continue like earning money from dancing through online classes. And so like, yeah, it became a regular thing that uh, people had online mm-hmm. classes, stuff like that. So you have, you know, like you have the advantages that you can just go back to a certain part of the choreo that you weren't able to catch. Mm-hmm. Well, that's true. You can so, review. Yeah, you yeah. can review it without really messing up the whole class. So yeah, and you can do it in the privacy of your own home, so you don't have the pressure of like, I have to kill That's it because everyone else is killing it. <laughs> kung introvert ka, no? Mas, yeah, mas kung introvert ka, yeah. And also, like, I super appreciate this about the whole situation. People have been more confident in posting their like their um, performances of certain choreos so social yeah. 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 yeah it's great because <laughs> <they're... laughs> <laughs> yeah. so, oh, personally I, I also don't like posting videos of myself dancing because like uh, magic cringy eh. yeah 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 because like a lot of people who aren't dancers are posting videos of them of themselves dancing. So you're just like, that's great. Why why wouldn't yeah. I do the same thing? Tristan, you know you know this reminds me. You know, this reminds me of um our comedy Manila episode when they were they were saying that um despite quarantine keeping us in our homes, it somehow opened international borders too. Nah, that's like true. you can teach anyone. Mm, yeah, 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 like halfway around the world on the other side <laughs> of the world. Yeah. yeah, and see, it's like, ano kasi, dance, comedy, those are part of the human spirit. Like, that's true. It's, yeah, it's expressionist, so you don't really have to worry about it becoming stale or it um not existing. Pero it, maybe the logistics may be challenging. Pero mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, you know, like down the line, people will, will always go back to uh, to dance, to comedy, to performance, yeah. and parang ano, I think it's it's time for people to actually open themselves. Yung nga, sabi mo, it's it's um the borders are collapsing. So like ako, mm-hmm. if I wanna if I'm a, if I'm a hidden dancer pala, then like right now I'm I'm alone at my home. Para andarina, okay, I'm gonna watch videos. Para when, yeah. I get, when I get yeah. back to the real world, kaya yeah. ko na. Yeah, let's just make sure that chips chips adjust his uh oh, sleeping yeah. schedule now <laughs> to these yeah. new international clients. And it's yeah, what's what's um interesting is that. Uh, I've encountered new students who weren't actually taking live classes before. So it opened this possibility for, I think, more shy people to to be more comfortable in taking online classes. 
So that's just some of the beauty of it. Dude, yeah. we've met so many. Yeah, right? so yeah. many. In, in yeah, our throughout. There's, there, yeah, we we hear you guys for all of you guys <laughs> listening. We we see you. We see you. With more migration into the online teaching market, obviously it becomes a little saturated, no? Mm-hmm. So I guess in that sense, it's it's okay. Let's all agree that the solution is um, being more present online and giving more people more access to these classes online. But I guess in terms of our advice for people, it's how to package your classes, no? That's or true. what kind of classes you teach. What, what do you think about that? Yeah, it's a matter of just being really creative about it. Um, I've seen a couple of uh, classes that's just literally um, migrating the class online. So I told my choreographers and you peeps that yo, we have to we have to think outside of the box. What can we offer that's different from all of these studios and groups teaching online? So I was like, okay, let's make um, a short curriculum, say five days. And then we're going to teach a couple of choreos and then we're going to clean them and then we're going to assess them. We're going to give like um, comments, personal comments. And yeah, and it was a success because it was something that wasn't usual. So it was, um, although it was a niche for dancers who really wanted to improve, it was still... um, it was still different, so I guess it's re- it really comes down to the packaging and how you think outside of the box that will separate your brand from the rest. It's like it doesn't mean uh, you see this certain trend going uh, uh, becoming popular online. Like you have to be on that train, Panganan. Mm-hmm. You have to stick to yourself, and because like I've had conversations with a couple of my friends. Who were asking me about which classes, which online classes they should take, and I was just like, you know, honestly, it's up to you. It depends on what you want to learn, which area you want to improve on. Because honestly, all the stu- the studios they offer different things, and I think mm. it helps like the brand that you worked so hard to build. It, yeah. it adds recognition to you guys, like. Okay, yeah. finally, um, you peeps, they're teaching online classes. And it's like, oh, you peeps, I've seen them before. And yeah. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah. yeah. It, it all comes together. And... So, mm-hmm. um, so speaking of your like, um, world of dance experience, so can you at least, I know there are restrictions when it comes to you telling us um, what's to come, but can you like um, give us an idea lang of uh, what's in store for you guys? Are you like, gonna make your VFEEPS prodigies proud in the coming weeks? Um, we really <laughs> hope so that we make them proud. Uh, but this 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 past competition that we had was, um, I can say two things. One, it was the most stressful competition. We literally had wow. uh, less than a week to prepare in between rounds. It was really hard to, it was really hard to get music cleared ahead of time. We literally had seven drafts of different different teens before accept, before getting cleared with uh with, with this one routine, etc. And at the same time I can say that it this was the most enjoyable. As in 
kahit sobrang puyat kami, nagtatawa na sobrang sabaw na namin sa training. <laughs> nagtatawa na kami. And the experience was really, really different um, from from the rest. And yeah, siguro all the stress and fun mixed together. And yeah. <laughs> uh, well, we're wishing you the best of luck. We're, we're cheering you guys on. Uh, this episode comes out on Monday. Um, so good luck to you, peeps. Um, last question here. Any last bits of advice for our fellow uh, Filipino dancers and choreographers in the scene? Um, honestly, uh, you just have to be... Uh, it's super cheesy, but you have to be like just true to your own style and your own mm-hmm. flavor because that's honestly what's going like, to help you keep going and, you know, be relevant yeah uh what i can say is that i know it's really really hard during this uh this pandemic during these hard times to be a dancer a performer a choreographer a creative artist but just know that you're not alone because we're all experience we're all experiencing it the anxiety the uncertainty um the 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 panic attacks everything but I, I think we just have to hold on to, to our dreams. At the same time, be wise about it. Educate yourself about, yeah. about the trends. Educate yourself about the new tech. Educate yourself about the new environment, the new normal, what have you. And then really study on how to be sustainable um, from this point onward. So, yeah, I guess that's it. Um, I, I did want to put like an ending concluding stamp to this conversation and just say the Filipino dance scene has has finally graduated in in terms of validation that okay we have a scene we have yeah. an industry mm. now now that we're validated it's about cultivating it and making it grow with diverse voices right yeah. parang my market na ngayon, eh, yeah, right yeah. so let's wrap things up with our usual play of the week we talked a lot about work. Now let's talk about play. Any fun activities or recommendations for our listeners to unwind from the busyness of business? Who wants to go first? I'll go first. Yeah, Fib, let's go. Go, go, go. So, um, just during this pandemic, I've been super religious with my workouts. But, you know, sempre, like if you do it every day, it kind of gets boring and like routine. So... Being a dancer, I've like tried to experiment on different things, and like one thing I super enjoyed is uh, playing with the jump rope. Oh yeah, I've <laughs> seen you know that. how you can incorporate like certain steps and stuff like that. So it's fun to experiment with it, especially if you have like a creative mind. You can just do, learn stuff from YouTube, do your own thing. Yeah. Stress so you've been you, you've, you've been YouTubing these specific uh jump yeah yeah jumps. yeah so I, I YouTube it and then I found out there's actually a community also here in the Philippines who does um it's called <laughs> I've seen some of yeah them. yeah they're called it's a, it's a park, rope, yeah. Flow, rope flow rope flow rope flow yeah. rope oh, cool rope flow <laughs> nice uh, uh actually I've been collecting toys for the longest time so um if I'm bored I just uh, unbox one of my unopened Lego sets if I'm irritated sa Lego, and then and then magbubuo ako na Lego and stuff. And then apparently, uh, 
I found these online groups that share the same passion. So in Lego or in Marvel, etc. And then for some reason, um, nagbebenta din sila ng mga stuff. And apparently these these on open sets uh may cost like good money. So <laughs> I yes. I got to loop myself around in, with these people and sellers. And then ayun, minsan nakakabenta ako ng mga unopened sets na hindi ko na ginagamit. So I guess what I'm trying to say is in for your every passion and whatever you do, there's always this small community that you can find there online. Is. Yeah. And then eventually magugulat ka na lang. You can sell things pala na hindi mo na ginagamit. You can buy cheap stuff that you want. So yun lang, keeping me sane during this pandemic. <laughs> I think that's like the idea Wait. behind social networks. I mean before it became all toxic and vitriolic, yeah. diba? Before naging weaponized. I mean true, true. finding your tribe. Okay, for me Ang ano eh, parang nahiya naman ako sa there's workout and there's Lego. Ako, I've just been, I've just been playing Cuphead and watching anime. Cuphead, yes. <laughs> yeah. Hirap eh, I just, I just downloaded Cuphead sa Steam ko. It's like, I've only passed like the first four levels, oh three gosh, levels. Mahirap daw yun. Yeah, hirap. Parang it's, it's cute, cutesy lang, pero parang ano eh. So parang ano lang siya, it's like, um, giragawa ko siya, giragawa ko lang siyang uh, um sanity break. Kasi like it's it's ano eh, it's broken down into levels, and then may kliyang siya. Pero like ang hirap ang hirap ang hirap tapos eh. Kasi like sobrang kita ng coordination and stuff. <laughs> cool, Cuphead on Steam. Check it out. Um, this is Tristan's second video game yes. uh, recommendation. I think I think we have a theme now for Tristan's uh, plays yes. of the week. I'm done with Last of Us too, so. Yeah, oh, yeah. I'm, I'm writing about that. I'll go, I'll, so I'll I'll end with a thematic, uh, thematic choice, but also a side note that I also finished Last of Us Two just last night. So oh, sure. yeah, I've joined yeah. I've joined Tristan's club here. <laughs> um, so mine mine has to do with with basically our entire episode. The last time I saw Chips and I think Fim, I think you were there was online just a couple nights ago. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, our friends at Brewing Point, namely our, our friends from the dance crew, The Project. Yeah, TP. Shout out to you guys. Yeah, Prince, Jesse, aka Reflex, all you guys. Um, They threw a, they threw a, a jam, like a party. Yeah, dance party. Um, <laughs> Tuesday night over Zoom. Over Zoom. Uh, that was so fun. It was fun. It was free. That was my DJ. I mean, Prince was DJing and then Jazz, who's who's... Who actually DJs for okay. for a career? Yeah. You know, he was there, and then see uh, Felix was on the mic, and then he was putting different dancers on the spot. Yeah, it was it was so fun. That was so it was fun. fun yeah. you know? it was fresh. Like yeah, I, I haven't. Was that was definitely the first time uh, yeah. this whole pandemic I've yeah. attended something like that. Yeah, <laughs> and some people some people were just dancing, some people were just eating, yeah. some people, some people just, just chilling, just chilling. <laughs> yes, so yeah, uh, they're gonna do it end of this month as well they decided to continue it now so i'll probably maybe i'll be chilling on the side we all have our own drinks at home yeah (laughs) yeah like you said let's let's keep on holding on to this dream like um this pandemic is just it's a it's a temporary crisis yeah it's gonna have some long-term effects but at the end of the day we're you know we're still dancers and and we gotta feed that yeah we gotta feed that yep Mm mm-hmm all right. So thanks, thanks again so much, guys. Uh, and best of luck Thank in the world of dance. Where can people 
uh, keep up with you peeps and um, the next episode of World of Dance. Uh, just you can follow our socials, you peeps in Instagram and Facebook, you peeps official in uh, Twitter, and World of Dance airs every Wednesday, PH time, 10 a.m. So during around that time, magiging maingay na kami online. So just mm-hmm. just watch out for our videos. So on YouTube, huh? Yeah, on YouTube, YouTube then, YouTube yeah. I think we have to plug then like the last duel. Ang ganda ng hotel room service niya with that with that yeah, ending. Yeah. With that, so, yeah, let's plug it. Very we'll plug it, we'll plug it in the article. Yeah. Yeah, just. I love that ending yeah. where you just served them. Yeah. Talaga na. <laughs> Thanks again, Chips and Vim, for joining us and representing you peeps on our latest episode. Thank, thank you so much for having us, idea. Tristan and Pawi. Thank you so much. And thank you out there for listening. If you haven't already, please stay tuned to Hustles Inside the Industry. We're on SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple, Google, or wherever you find your podcasts. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button. Oh, and before you go, if you or anyone you know is a professional in a bold and exciting industry, we'd love to hear all about it. Email us at hustle at rappler.com, H-U-S-T-L-E at rappler.com for your chance to be the next guest here on Inside the Industry.